2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, and all alphas out there, welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima experience. Who's that right there? Who that? Oh, What's that's me. What's your name?
3: Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm Ashley Garbolja.
2: You missed Marie. Oh, I'm so know, sorry.
3: Hi, I'm Ashley Marie Garbolja, co-host of the Tango Alpha Lima podcast, yes. here with the lovely, the only, the one and only again, Super producer
2: Holly Um, (laughs) (laughs) we're here it's funny how like you don't really do the Marie thing but on social media you push your first and last name together you're Ash Marie
3: it's strategically done that way I've always honestly wondered what my name would be like if it it was just Ashley Marie was my first name you can do it you grown Mm. you've grown it's 2022 i can change my name to whatever i want right on the internet mm. in five minutes
2: it's official legal you got a new license you got a social security card you got the whole thing got your library card and your frequent shopping grocery store card all changed in five minutes the official mm, stuff all probably right Probably so anywhere this, from
3: three to six weeks and you have to go to your clerk of courts nothing like
2: a nerd nothing like a nerd to stomp on a joke Sorry, and think they're at what and actually think they're being
3: helpful. That's amazing. Um, I am helpful and I am amazing. Those two things are correct, regardless of however you put them. My feelings,
2: you'd have to have those. So, this week, this week is uh, it's an important week. It's the week of 9 11. Um, I I assume our show notes are going to go back to the 9 11 series, the award winning. 9-11 series Mm -hmm. the 20 years 20 episodes of she's miming she wants me to brag about how many but if i say three Three people go why didn't you have four so the multiple award-winning 9-11 series uh that was it 20 episodes for 20 years on the 20th anniversary uh is a very powerful series uh i think i'm i can't believe it's been a
3: year can we just talk about that where is time gone it's been a year.
2: Time went 12 pages on a calendar, paper calendar. You may never have seen one of those before, but... They I okay. have a
3: paper calendar on my desk, <laughs> like literally within arm's reach. I get joked and like mocked for my paper calendar. Oh, can we see it? It's actually under my computer. <laughs> I so can't pull he, it out. It's not he, accessible
2: he, at the moment. So you hid it because you didn't want to be mocked.
3: No, I'm telling you the truth. I have it. It's just covered in computers.
2: Ashley? Yeah. I'm not going to make fun of you for that because this is a very special episode, one which is a phrase that CV would hate, Mm -hmm. but is a story that CV would love. Unlike other shows out there, you are lucky because you participate in the Tango Alpha Lima experience. We tell you stories of intrigue, of ridiculousness. Uh, oh it's ridiculous (laughs) much like other shows but we also will from time (laughs) to time update you to let you know where are they now
3: ashley oh boy do we have an update oh boy oh boy i'm so excited all right so update for you so hot off the press right so who navy nuclear engineer and his wife withdrew their guilty pleas Tuesday in the case involving an alleged plot to sell secrets about American nuclear powered warships after a federal judge rejected plea agreements that had called for specific sentencing guidelines Jonathan and Diana Tobe of Annapolis Maryland pleaded guilty in February in a federal court in martinsburg west virginia to one count each of conspiracy to communicate restricted data the sentencing range agreed that or excuse me, agreed to by the lawyers that jonathan tobe had called for the potential punishment between roughly 12 years to 17 years in prison prosecutors said tuesday of such that a sentence would be one of the most significant imposed modern times under the Atomic Energy Act of 1954, prosecutors also sought three years for his wife, Diane, or Diana, Diana Tope, Diana Tope. So the U.S. District Judge, Gina Grobe, said that while she generally honors plea agreements, in this case, she said the sentencing options were strikingly deficient considering the seriousness of the charges. Grobe said the act to which the couple pleaded guilty was done for selfish and greedy reasons, but couldn't have but could have caused great harm to the Navy and others. So just some background Wait, when I'm feeling hungry, hungry. So the background do you, on the, do you, I want I'm le- I'm giving you a joke. Oh, leaning in. Got it. You know what? I'm peanut butter and jelly of your jokes. So. <laughs> Legitimately, I do say that in real life, folks, so that happens. But in this case, we discussed this a while ago when Mr. Mark Seavey was with us on the show and he was obsessed with this story, which I'm very excited to ping him and tell him to give a listen for the verdict. Now, this couple supposedly was like hiding information like um, the SD cards and like discarded, almost discarded peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, like just kind of leaving them on a park bench. I'm shocked a squirrel, a chipmunk, a critter didn't just hop up, grab that in that transaction. But this is how they were doing it. And then, quite frankly, you know, uh, Jeff, I think you said it well and eloquently off air, but, you know, they should have just had a Subway sandwich. They could have got some endorsement or something. Just got them. Anyway, they so this named is it
2: the-, the nuclear sub.
3: The Put nuclear sub espionage, ooh, ooh, the espionage so- sauce. Ooh. Oh gosh, now we're getting weird. All right, I have so many jokes that not everyone will appreciate. Anyway, <laughs> so here we are, uh, a year later, year plus, right? Everything happened in like February. Like we're just, we're just cranking it out. We're just, wow not shocked. Have things changed? Are we, are we surprised that this is going to be one of the largest, most imposed modern time atomic energy act enforcements for espionage? And
2: And since it's been since 1954, that's a long time for people to screw up, but I will say they still could get an endorsement. They have revolutionized uh, a culinary classic. They put together a sandwich
3: and chips there. I said it oh my that was so good i love that (laughs) i am such a nerd for enjoying that so much (laughs) they could strike up a deal with their smuckers subway smuckers and lays and lays oh my ruffles
2: and other people who should be paying us money right now they should be yeah all right so those two not that smart you know who is smart dr david rudd today (laughs) today (laughs) we'll be joined by dr david rudd David. Rudd served five years during the Gulf War as a psychologist for the Second Armored Division. Do they put up walls? Just wondering. Psychologically and armor, no. They that deconstruct. Didn't, land? didn't the land walls. All right. He is currently a distinguished nice. university professor of psychology, uh, president emeritus, and director of the Rudd Institute for Veteran and Military Suicide Prevention at the University of Memphis. Dr. Rudd is also a life member of the American Legion and spokesperson for the American Legion Be The One Campaign. This is why he's not taking my calls. He's a busy man. We're gonna be right back and I'll have him as a captive audience with Dr. Rudd here after the
1: break. You may be experiencing intense anger, guilt, shame, and anxiety on a daily basis. These things may be getting in the way of your relationships and making it hard for you to enjoy life. To my fellow veterans with PTSD, we can help. Strive R&R is a two-week treatment program designed to help veterans live the lives that they want to live. Over 75% of veterans who complete the
0: program report significant improvements in their quality of life. You can be the person that you want to be. If you were stationed at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987, you and your family may be victims of toxic water poisoning. Cancers, birth defects, deadly illnesses have all been linked to the contaminated water. With passage of the PACT Act, the government is ready to be held accountable. You could be awarded financial compensation for your suffering, but you must act now. Get your free case review. Call True Law at 833-686-4242. That's 833 833- 686-4242 or visit justicecamplejeune.com slash T-A-L. Hello and welcome back to the
2: Tango Alpha Lima experience. I hope you enjoyed your break because you got some learning to do. Today we have Dr. Rudd here with us as promised. Dr. Rudd, welcome to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast.
1: Yeah, good good to be with you.
2: It's, a, it's exciting to have you here. Um, I'm the, the nice, gracious host and I'm the nice one with the snacks and the and the beverages, and Ashley just jumps in with questioning. She starts the interrogation. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to make her be a little more friendly, but just jump right in, Ashley. Do you? He thing. fails
3: to mention that I was military police, and that if he wants to do good cop bad cop, he just has to communicate prior to. He's trying to be mom over here with snacks, and I don't see any snacks in front of me, Jeff. Are you gonna yeah, airlift me snacks? Yeah, from you LA? do. Cause I'm I'm gonna get hangry. You're gonna make me hangry during this interview. You see Dr. It, you not gonna see it. appreciate it.
2: Okay, let's go. You see a snack. Me, boom, go. Question. Oh, okay.
3: I thought you were a ten-course meal, but we'll go. We'll go into that later. Doctor Rudd, <laughs> how are you doing today?
1: Yeah, I'm doing well. Hope you guys are as well.
3: Um, uh, after After that banter, good goodness, there's so much to unpack. But what I want to focus on is unpacking some. Of your I, I was gonna story. say
1: we could spend a little time on the banter if you'd like, but that's okay. Oh. What- <laughs>
3: No, Jeff, Jeff gets too much of my time. I just need to, to today we're focusing on you, sir. And so, you know, you are a psychologist for the second armored division. And, you know, you transitioned out of the military. And you've been in clinical research, you're in academia. I'd like to know a little bit about that transition from your, your time in service during the Gulf War and then making that leap into higher ed, because you've, you've held a remarkable amount of uh, distinguished, you know, from distinguished professor, uh, university professor of psychology, been president emeritus, you've done a lot of really great stuff. So I want to give uh, listeners a, a better understanding of, of you and how you got into academia.
1: Yeah, so I, well, I was a, a psychologist with the Second Army Division, served about five years. So originally was due to serve about four years, um, got stopped loss because of the Gulf War, served during the Gulf War and transitioned out. Um, after and, and I had already made some connections with, uh, uh, with Texas a and College of Medicine and Wisconsin White Medical Center, um, and just transitioned um, back into the clinical care. Uh, did that and was a faculty member at, a, uh, at the medical school for about 10 years, and then from there transitioned to uh, Baylor University and, and ran a clinical psychology program and, um, and have made a couple of stops along the way, have been a dean, a provost, and a president. Uh, and now uh, I've stepped away from uh, from the president position and and will spend the rest of my uh, time as a professional uh, being a a professor.
3: Very.
2: I've been in trouble with every one of those jobs when I was in college. I was about to say, Jessica, some comment here. (laughs) I could have followed your career. You could have (laughs) scolded me all along, all the way through. Uh, This is an animal
3: house. (laughs) It's not going (laughs) to...
2: So you you don't just work for the university. You've also started the Rudd Institute for Veteran Military Suicide Prevention at the University of Memphis. How would you come up with that name?
1: Well, they, actually, the when I when I decided to step away from uh, being the president, uh, the board, um, the board of regents decided to um, endow an institute and uh, and and provide some funds to continue this work in uh, suicide prevention. Uh, specifically looking at uh, the work we've done in treatment of veterans and active military uh, over the course of the last uh, three decades. I mean, we've been doing this work pretty consistently uh, since the Gulf War. Actually started our first clinical trial uh, during uh, immediately after the Gulf War and have continued that. To have another clinical trial. Actually, was on the phone with Fort Carson yesterday. Uh, we'll be starting a clinical trial uh, at Fort Carson in September.
2: This is exciting. So uh, you're you're not just teaching, you're you're coming up with the data for the Yeah, we're,
1: we're we're doing the clinical work and I you know we're doing work that we think makes a difference in the lives of, of service members and veterans and really looking at uh, what works? I mean, what makes a difference in uh, what helps improve lives specifically uh, with high risk individuals? We, we have targeted very specifically people uh, that have suicidal thoughts and have made suicide attempts. And so we've we've worked with arguably uh, those in the greatest need. Um, and uh, over the course of time, we've actually demonstrated some pretty good effect. Uh, I think treatments and interventions that have really made a difference and helped improve lives.
2: I think the, the one title that Ashley didn't read in the list is that you are a life member of the American Legion in Tennessee, yes. which is the volunteer state. Yeah, I knew that. Didn't Google it, just nude it in my noodle. <laughs> um, <laughs> well,
3: we're going to talk about grammar today, Mr. Jeff. Really? <laughs> That's
2: you. That's you. Mm-hmm. I, I noodled it. So you noodled. Uh, that leads me to a transition that uh, goes back to uh miss ashley because so, i am going to do this here's what i'm not going to do i'm not going to just in the flow of the conversation steal her question i'm going to lead by example and hope that the favor gets returned to me in the future i'm just pointing at all the alphas out there know what i'm talking about
3: <laughs> okay well no If like you have a follow-up question jeff just ask no, i can no, pivot no. i pivot all the time what's what no, no, the marine no, saying no. adapt improvise overcome. It's improvise
2: adapt overcome don't speak what you're not
3: which are not um... <laughs> oh oh fighting words as seen first here the tangle Lima podcast jeff daly getting a little crazy dr rudd i promise i will i will make sure this one stays in line
1: not an easy task <laughs> but that's okay
3: <laughs> never is so question <laughs> i have to ask so of all of the research and as i was looking at your bio you've done i mean almost 28 million dollars in funded garnering support funded support you've been in over 250 publications more than fifteen thousand citations i mean the list list goes on you've been the president of the texas psychological association president of the american association of suicidology i think i said that correctly and the chair of the texas board of psychologists examiners of all of these different roles that you've had, I'm curious as to which one has been the standout for you, like the one that was your aha, like as an academia and pro- as a professional, you're like this is, this is the one that has always stuck out to me and that drives me and motivates me or.
1: Yeah, I really, um, I really enjoyed uh, being a full-time clinician. I mean, I, I really enjoyed um, doing uh, full-time treatment um, and, and working full-time um, with uh, with individuals that were were having some some challenges and and and, and to a large degree missed that. I mean, I, that's part of why I made the transition that I did was to get back into healthcare and 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 to do some work that uh, would really provide more contact directly. Uh, with individuals and and really doing the treatment work, I, that, that's arguably the part that I've always enjoyed the most, and um, it's certainly um, I, I think the the most important uh, aspect of the work.
3: Oh, that's that's perfect. I, I always love to see where like where people fall on the scale because sometimes we we end up wearing so many hats, but there's always that one origin story that or that one position or that one hat, if you will, that, yeah. that just acts as the glue for everything that we do. I just wanted to, I wanted to ask out of pure curiosity.
1: Well, actually, the, you know, it's interesting, I mean, I've got to, you know, I have worked with people now for, you know, 30 years and actually just a couple of weeks ago, had someone that I worked with almost 30 years ago, reach out and reconnect with me um, and just wanted to share their story of how they were doing and, and and how their life had been over the course of the last couple of decades. And you know, interestingly enough, even if you work with people for a brief period of time, it can have lifelong impact and, and have lifelong meaning and, and people reconnect at different points. Uh, and, and that really is rewarding.
3: I couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. All right, All Jeff right. Haley. That's me. That's you.
2: I don't get to hear my name enough, and, but it's music to my ears. So, uh, <laughs> Dr. Sure it is.
3: <laughs> he says it to himself.
2: <laughs> yeah. Dr. Yeah, Rudd, we, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the American Legion programs and uh, particularly Be The One. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so can you talk about the Be The One and why veterans groups like the American Legion are important to help veterans uh, who are struggling with mental health? issues, and maybe talk about what we can do to be to be part of the solution.
1: Yeah, you know, I I think this campaign uh, is really important. And at the heart of the problem, so if you look at a problem like uh, active service member and veteran suicide, um, always a tragic thing. And, and, you know, the the, the reality is that, that all of us know somebody whose lives have been touched uh, by this problem. And a campaign like Be The One really targets the issue uh, that's probably most problematic, the most significant barrier, and that's stigma. Um, you know, there is a significant amount of stigma around uh, mental health issues, mental health challenges, uh, psychological challenges that really prevent uh, people from pursuing treatment in uh, getting care. Um, and in the military, that's compounded. Uh, you know, if you look at uh, if you look at warrior culture, um, and and that's appropriate for um, you know for training warfighters, fighters, um, it's a, a culture uh, that revolves around you know certain ideals and certain values. That when somebody has trouble, they feel like they have failed somehow and not met those values, uh, not lived up to those values, and and if somehow are, are less in. Uh, and and not what they need to be. And and that stigma really is compounded in a military environment. So campaigns like Be The One, the work of the American Legion, really is critical to help people recognize and understand that being human means you're gonna have difficulty at different points in life and under different circumstances. Uh, Two decades of war is gonna create a lot of psychological challenges and emotional challenges because that's what happens with human beings happens with everybody. And these kind of campaigns help spread that word, help normalize the reality of what is simply normal uh, in this country. And that is that people have psychological and emotional challenges routinely as a part of life. And if you get assistance and pursue uh, assistance when it's needed, they don't escalate to the problem to where people take their own lives. And and so the campaign is at the heart of that. And it's a really important one. Uh, The network of the American Legion is critical to helping spread that word, and particularly in hard-to-reach areas and rural areas where healthcare is not readily available. uh, There are just enormous number of options uh, with this campaign.
2: I get, wow. Holly, I want to take this moment right now and say that I have nothing to add. He said, can we just take the, I'm glad neither of us coughed or interrupted. That is like the perfect PSA for uh, what be the one is and should be Um, like, really, you, you covered stigma, you covered rural areas, you covered the American Legion network, you, you, not education he's a professional
3: jeff he's a professional
2: he's a professional he knows what's up he's a (laughs) professional education my friends education there's uh it's right there right there he's he's a dean of he's a dean of things uh i did want to that those were kind of as directed by super producer holly questions i did want to ask another one because this episode airs the same week i believe as uh 9-11 so i i kind of i love for you with your expertise and experience on the ground after all of that uh does the experience in your opinion did the experience of 9 affect people's performance or service active service as well as how they're how they continue to deal with the effects of that service later?
1: Yeah, absolutely, uh, Jeff. That's a wonderful, wonderful question. And having been so, having served, uh, you know, in the military prior to nine eleven, uh, and uh, prior to um, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, served during the Gulf War, it was a different. It was a different time and in a different uh, culture in many ways. Nine eleven help people recognize and understand the nature of threat. It made it real uh, for Americans. Uh, yeah, I think part of the difficulty um, in, in the U.S. really are a couple of things. One, so few people serve that the, the service rate in the general population is so small um, that it's hard for people to understand military culture. It's hard for people to understand um, the nature of military service and sacrifice. Um, And even though people are almost uniformly now supportive, it's still difficult to understand uh, the nature of the sacrifice. 9-11 brought that home to all of us. I mean, uh, you know, losing that many lives on American soil and experiencing threat in a real way uh, was remarkably traumatic uh, for this country and continues to be to some degree. Um, It did change the the difference. Uh, It made a difference in the nature of service. And and so the number of individuals that stepped forward to serve um, was really remarkable. People that felt an obligation to serve. um, And and that was a dramatic shift. Now, also what happened uh, is that over the course of the last couple of decades, not only did people step forward to serve, but a large percentage of those individuals experienced combat and didn't just experience combat once, experienced combat multiple times um, over the course of prolonged periods, unlike any time in American history. So you can go back to World War II um, and people have more combat experience and exposure today um, and it's very clear what the cost of that is. I mean, the cost and consequences of that are significant, not just in terms of medical and physical uh, costs, but emotional uh, and psychological cost. And, and that's something that has been unique and, and that will ripple for decades. Uh, I think a part of the difficulty is um, that um, not only uh, as the experience in Iraq and Afghanistan ended, but Afghanistan ended badly, uh, and wasn't particularly well managed and was reasonably traumatic for, I think, a number of people that served. Um, but these problems ripple for decades. Uh, you know, the, these problems will continue for decades and the challenges will continue for decades. And I think the Legion can really has stepped forward to take a leading role um, in trying to meet those challenges and recognizing that when combat and conflict ends, the problems don't, the challenges don't, and what we need to do in terms of meeting the obligation for our service members don't end.
2: Wow, is this a different day on the calendar? Because once again- Well said. I have nothing to Uh, add.
3: All all of the bullet points, all in one thing, oh, love it.
2: And just naturally flows. I mean, I don't know, I should be a dean or something, maybe I can pick this up. Can we have wait we have one for legion college already i'm gonna i'll start something i'll do something anyway i i appreciate your time your expertise uh your knowledge and let's just you're caring i mean none of this none of your education none of your jobs none of your experience would matter if you didn't care uh yeah, and the fact that you do care doesn't show up on a resume no one's writing about it on linkedin uh but that's uh, that's probably the best attribute that I'm seeing. I'm a little upset that I just said that in front of you because what we typically do is talk about you behind your back after you get <laughs> off the screen. Gosh darn it all! That's a spoiler alert. Jeff
3: Daly, you didn't learn anything from <laughs> Tiger him. King. him. Speechless you didn't learn anything? twice, and you got him to do a full right? like review for you. I know. I gave a, I gave a
2: spoiler alert like a bad Tiger King watcher in the pandemic. Um. <laughs> So thank you so much for being here. Ashley, got any final Snickers?
3: <laughs> Snickers? I'm not that angry.
2: <laughs> no, your chuckles.
3: <laughs> I know, I know what you meant. I just wanna say thank you to Dr. Rod and all of the amazing work that you're doing. You make a difference, you make a difference. Thanks.
1: Well, th- thanks to both of you and, and thanks for the work you're doing and, and, and the service that you provide, uh, it, it's critical. Uh, and having these conversations is a critical part of of what's needed for our service members and for veterans and and I'm grateful for what you guys are doing, thank you.
2: We appreciate appreciate you, sir, which we will talk about uh, again here soon after, you know,
0: the break. Raising money for your American Legion programs has never been so easy. Terry Lynn Fundraising offers customized fundraising programs, dedicated support, Discounts and incentives, and premium products for your members to sell. We're talking delicious nuts, confections, and snack mixes that will keep your supporters coming back for more. You can see how simple and effective Terry Lynn can be to use for your next fundraiser when you request a free tasting sample at slash al. Check it out and get ready to have the most successful fundraiser yet. Visit slash al. All right, thank
2: you for coming back after the break. I know commercials can be really intriguing and you get caught down that internet rabbit hole looking up the product. Uh, We just finished with Dr. Rudd. Any quick takeaway?
3: Dr. Rudd is S-M-A-R-T, smart, and he is impactful and doing amazing things. And I appreciate him so much in the space that he is occupying.
2: That's outstanding. I I will concur. And I love when our guests do our work for us. Uh he spoke uh expertly about uh the American Legion programs. I guess that's why he's a spokesperson, but I mean he covered everything. Like, I I don't know if there's ever been a time where you and I both had nothing to add, but right now we're gonna have something to add. You know why? We're going into this is uncharted territory. We have nothing written down, but we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to hit up the improvised version of
0: rapid fire.
2: All right. As I said, I wrote my rapid fires for this week in another episode, but because this is the week of uh, 9-11, we're going to get to that. But first, I want to tell you a little story. We recently had the Commander's Ball, or not when this airs, but we had the Commander's Ball at Hollywood Post 43, and we gave out an award that I didn't even know existed. It was the heroism award for a friend who I can't believe if you haven't met him, Ashley, you need to. His name's BJ Lang. Uh, you all are gonna be shocked by this. He's an Air Force veteran when you hear this story. He was walking along Hollywood Boulevard with his friend, heard gunshots. We have those here. And there was so they He took cover. He didn't say took cover. He said, I ran into a garage and ducked behind a wall. In the military, BJ, we call that taking cover. Uh, And I know you're in the Air Force. So he took cover. It was still a crime scene. First responders hadn't shown up. He and his friend emerged from cover to go administer first aid and CPR on a live crime scene. Having no idea if that car was going to turn around and shoot some more or try to get revenge on somebody trying to save their target's life, but uh, he did that, kept the man alive until first responders got there. Um, unfortunately, the 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 victim didn't live, but he lived under BJ's watch, and uh, so we handed him a a a, a or an, an heroism an a heroism award at the thing and i'm serious they were like people got little dust in their eyes hearing about what he did i told what i just told you in 20 seconds i took about three minutes to tell um because i don't know if you know that i can be dramatic but he is a he is a huge hero um not just from that he will he will meet somebody and they will say something and he'll direct them to a service officer. He has no official, he doesn't have time for posts, like a post at the post, a role, but he's so helpful and engaging and he does stuff with um, uh, he's a, also a two-time testicular cancer survivor and he he does improv therapy. We're both alumni of Second City. He's clearly done more with it than I have. But uh, did you know about these kind of awards? Ashley, what do you think of what do, what's the first thing you're gonna say to BJ when you meet him?
3: Oh man, I'm deciding between a pun, thank you, or a hug. <laughs> you could one give him a three. hug. Hi, I don't and... know you. We give you a hug. Hi, and but you and... know Jeff. And I know Jeff. <laughs> hug,
2: hug, hug, hug. Hug, Testicular hug. cancer jokes are not off limits. He one time for his birthday. Oh, no. <laughs> one time for his birthday, he had a roast at the like you could roast him oh my god i'm this, this and is kind was, of man all right okay right? i was like wow your wife only has to carry one in her purse now so
3: <laughs> oh no oh <laughs> <laughs> oh bj, <laughs> BJ oh, i got there late i didn't, I didn't get you. to roast
2: him i had to tell him that later one-on-one so uh <laughs> that's bj wow. and which reminds me i i think all american legion posts i had this idea it's called the uh it's called the hometown hero kind of a deal. I think all Legionnaires should learn first aid and CPR and AD. All Legionnaires should learn mental health first aid and mm-hmm. all posts should be providing that train, especially posts that have a physical site should be providing that training so that um, these stories become more prevalent. All right, Ashley. Okay. kind of heroes, we're going to go into this.
3: We are gonna go into some heroes.
2: The, the brainchild of Henry Howard, the 2020-20 mm. 9-11 series. Um, and since 9-11 is coming up, let's, uh, I'm gonna ask let's you this, very, this a very important question. We did 20 episodes. You did not have time to prepare your answer for this question. Are you ready?
3: I am ready. Doo,
2: doo, doo. Oh no, I have to answer the question first. Um, this is kind of easy, but okay. it's kind of hard because there's 20.
3: Would you just spit it out already? You're making me anxious.
2: <laughs> can you tell? Can you tell America what your favorite episode of the twenty 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 series is?
3: Easy. Um, episode one hundred and fourteen. It was the episode with uh, prisoner of war uh, Jessica Lynch. She was uh, a very meaningful interview for me. Uh, And I I hope folks go back and and watch that episode. If you want to see Waterworks from me, I think it's the only episode I've ever like broken down on, but her story is super meaningful to me in a a time and space as I was understanding the costs of war. And there was this uh, influx of when I was in middle school, it was like maybe one of the first times I really understood the impact. Cause I was what, in maybe like fourth or fifth grade when nine 11 happened. So like, you have a comprehension of it, but then when I was a little bit, just a few years older within that time range, um, that's when Jessica w- was captured. Um, and I ended up like reading her, her book and I ended up writing a, like a little report on her. So I knew about her story very intimately. And I recall like kind of looking at the show notes and I actually thought it There's no way that we're interviewing that Jessica Lynch. And I know that that was something we even discussed on that show, but it really took me to a headspace of where I was in like middle school, right? Reporting on this woman. And now 18 years later, I'm talking to her, right? That was so profound to me. Um, It actually makes me really emotional right now. Um,
2: No, no, don't do it.
3: I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. But see
2: it 911 uh, you can also search oh, uh Jessica Lynch's name I imagine on um well actually just mm-hmm. go and watch all twenty let's just leave it at that so mm. do you have a question for me Ashley
3: ooh okay right back at you there broski uh what is your favorite episode
2: you get an e for originality on the question you're I welcome do you that um I would say out of when, when we talked about doing this, the one that popped out in my head first was um, Sergeant Major uh, Clifford Lovejoy. He, was, he's an Army, he is an Army Sergeant Major who was um, at the Pentagon at the time of this. And he told the story about how people saved his life. One, the first time he was running down, he was going to go down this familiar path to get out of building. A woman bumped into him, sent him mm-hmm. down another path. And the path he went was going to go on erupted in jet fuel fire, and he would have been dead had this woman yeah. not run into him. Um, that was that was uh, a saving his life story. Actually, and he never he didn't that. know who that was. We didn't know if that woman at, went the other way and didn't survive. So uh, there's a lot of unanswered questions because of chaos. And he did. I think call he referred her. to it as an
3: angel. Yeah, we're both like reading one Holly's.
2: Months. We're reading Holly's uh, notes at the same time. So it's. Uh, <laughs> so he did call her an angel. But then the thing that really hit me was when he said he was leaving and he was wandering around, didn't know what to do. And all he he said, I work at the Pentagon and we've been attacked. I have to go back to work. Right. But he neglected to call his wife and got in big. He got a big, big doo doo with the, the boss of the house. And uh, that that story really stuck out to me because uh, even our even our heroes can get in trouble. I mean, that doesn't uh, doesn't get them out do not give them a free pass from everything. I'm not so mistaken. If you... Didn't
3: he? Didn't he like have to? He had to like navigate away, and he had he like walked a significant amount. I can't remember if that was him, but yeah, and
2: I think he had something with his ID. Like it was, it took effort to get back to work. So mm-hmm. you know what we're gonna do. We're not going to try to piece it together and get it wrong. We're going to go back and watch episode nine eleven. Whoa, my writing was terrible on this one. Zero, zero, three.
3: nine one 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 zero three. No.
2: Nine one 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 yeah. zero three. There we go. Nine one 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 zero three. Nine one 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 four. Those are both. Uh, those are both there. Uh, we are running. We are out of time. So Ashley, can you uh take All us right. up on
3: here? Taking it home. All right. Don't forget to subscribe to Tango Alpha Lima podcast on YouTube, Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever you are consuming your podcast. Please leave us a review and give us a big old five-star rating so the world knows how much you love us. If you do have a guest recommendation, go to legion.org backslash Tango Alpha Lima and click on the suggest a guest link. We'd love to hear from you.
2: Thank you so much, Alphas. Remember, if you truly consider yourself an alpha, you would need to watch a 20 20 series if you haven't already. And even if you have, you should do a refresher course on 114 and 103. 114 and 103. The Lynch and Lovejoy. The two L's. The L Club. Um, watch those. And I'm going to go ahead and call this episode 124 mission complete. Ooh.